Hey listeners, welcome to a new episode of Podcast Demastered. I'm your host, Ethan Meyer, and I'm joined, as always, by my two very good friends, Wade and Chelsea. And guys, how are we, uh, how are we doing this evening? You guys doing good? Um, yeah, it's it's Sunday. It could, it could be like Saturday again. It's... That would be fine. I need some more. I need, need some, some more downtime. It's more you weekend need... time. <laughs> We've yeah. had Saturday, oh, yes, but what about second Saturday? <laughs> what about second Saturday? <laughs> yes, make that a thing. Uh, I actually had a pretty good... You know, like... Go ahead. I was just going to say I had a good Sunday. Because um, my good. team won in the playoffs, so... Football, oh. fo- mm-hmm. football oh, talk. Yeah, I, so. yes. I heard a lot of Facebook chatter about... I don't even know Tom Brady or something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to go too deep into it. We'll save that for the summer football podcast that we'll be starting. <laughs> oh, did you make <laughs> some only new with Ethan? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, just be. It's just going to be two hours of me talking. Uh, new episodes every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh God. <laughs> be on Gosh. the be on the lookout for that. <laughs> oh my God. So. But anyways, we got a new episode today. Hope you guys are excited for it. Um, I've realized, you know, we've we've all known each other fairly long time um, through different uh, outlets, and the three of us we are pretty different in a lot of ways, but we do have one thing in common, and that is that we all <laughs> we all love Dragon Ball. <laughs> Wrong. All. <laughs> All of no. them. No, no, Chelsea, yes, you don't, you don't realize this. The whole point of this podcast is to get you to love Dragon Ball. That's like the second agenda. Mm, we have a long way to go, Yeah, then. Yeah, hey, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. We're only episode, is what, 34? We got, we're good. Yeah. Rome, okay. Rome wasn't built in a day, so. But no, the, the, the thing that we all have in common is that we all know how to read. So... And this is yes. to sun, you know. Low standards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so today's episode is all about dim books. Dim books we be reading. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes. We all have different levels of reading ability. <laughs> but if that wasn't obvious. If already. it wasn't, but we, you know. From grade school level all the way up to, you know. Seventh grade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chelsea's already done. She's already done with it. She's like, can we just do nope. a Dragon Ball episode instead? Nope. <laughs> it's never too late. Reading is wonderful for all ages, yes. There's so there's, many books out there. There's so Dragon many to Ball love. manga. Yeah, there's Dragon Ball manga. Yeah. <laughs> so our first topic and much more than Dragon Ball. <laughs> first topic is not Dragon Ball. What is your favorite Dragon Ball manga? <laughs> None of them. Take this away from the podcast. <laughs> Fine. No, we're actually going to have a pretty we're a fairly breezy uh episode today. We we are going to be talking books. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, you know, the stuff that we like to read. Um, some of our favorites, you know, anything that we're reading right now, um, you know, stuff that would make good adaptations or even stuff that we thought was a good adaptation, you know, just kind of an all-encompassing kind of dive into the world of uh, books. So kind of just diving right in here. Um, 
no one in particular, but who, you know, what do you guys, what do you guys like to read? Do you guys like fiction? Do you like nonfiction? If you like fiction, like what kind of genres do you like? You know, feel free to, whoever wants to just jump in there. Fiction. 100% fiction. fiction. You guys are both on the, nice. you guys are both fiction? Like, I'm like 99% fiction. There was a time, like right outside of college, uh, where I bought a bunch of like, uh, like Japanese culture books. Yeah. That ranged mm-hmm. from just like traveling, uh, like to history to um, just like collections of like essays. Yeah. Based off of experiences living in Japan from a teacher point of view or this or this or this. Right. Um, but I mean, that was like 1%. The other 99 is. Uh, it's fiction yeah wait have you ever read any non-fiction that that is catered towards your uh your uh, career like any sort of like non-fiction uh. like music like outside of school i guess like oh outside of school yeah like yeah like stuff that you actually wanted to read on your own time no. for for no. music appreciation or <laughs> absolutely not nothing we <laughs> had to read plenty enough in school like right. no thank you i'm fine chelsea what about you <laughs> Not music books, yeah, but obviously definitely... career oh, career yeah. focused books. Oh, career focused. I mean, and that's. I mean, I've read a couple things on like animation and film, but I've definitely read other things that are not career focused that are, you know, that are nonfiction. But definitely, yeah, fiction reading is like where most of my reading yeah. takes place in that world of fiction. Well, since you guys are both on the on the fiction boat, um, what are some of the like genres that you guys like to read? Fantasy. Just straight up fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy, I mean... sci-fi, uh, a little bit mm-hmm. of mystery. I can do some like some more mm-hmm. like more like modern mystery, like real life mystery. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I just need. I need a good story, um, but even better if it pulls me into a new world. Yes. I need, like, because when it's that, you're learning about stuff at the same time, like... So you like books that have, like, world building outside of our reality? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like how you like your uh, video games, you know, like playing video yeah, games yeah, that yeah. are based it's, in reality. Yeah, it's all, like, it's all the same thing for me. Like, when, no matter what the, uh, no matter what the medium is... They all kind of fill the same need for me. Right. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm easy to predict in that way. <laughs> Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, what about you? Yeah, no, I definitely like the, you know, the fantastical elements. I like things with superpowers or creatures and things like that. And But one thing specifically that I do like with books, I have to like the main character. And yeah. there are certain series where I've read, and I'm just like, I hate this main character. Why am I wasting my time reading this series? Like it's Harry not Potter. Worth it in the no. end. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean he was difficult at times, but no, that's not a series that comes to mind. Right. Talk about you talk about Bella. Yeah, you're like I'm yeah. reading this book, and I'm like, I threw that book across the room. I never finished <laughs> that first book. You're like, uh, well, I really well, relate to Bella and yeah. all of her trials and tribulations. <laughs> All of her sacrifice yeah. and pain. <laughs> oh, I'm sick now, guys. <laughs> so, Wade, you were talking about how you you uh, the, you wanted a 
like a book that has a good story chelsea i'm assuming you're you know you want a good character oh sorry how do you guys know that you're in for like when do you know when reading a book that you that you're latched onto the story or you're latched onto the character do you just read like the cover or that inside little slip like the little summary and you're like oh, okay I'm, I'm digging this or does it take like a third or you know read through or you know when's your like cutoff point where you're like nah i'm not into this i'm gonna duck out uh, it's kind of hard to say like sometimes the back book the back of the book or like the little slip inside sometimes that's enough to get me interested and go oh like okay um i'd like to see like what they're talking about yeah um but it kind of depends like i have never finished the lord of the rings books yeah that's a lot of people are, are in that yeah camp. It be, because like you start the book and it's like immediately let me tell you the briefest of histories of this hill <laughs> and then you're like 12 pages in, you're just like i haven't even met any characters yet yeah <laughs> yeah now the hobbit was fine but i just couldn't i yeah. had this gigantic stupid yeah. lord of the rings book and it had all three of them in it and oh I just, wow mm, so you're you're holding like a cinder block trying to read this yeah gosh, there was there was to, one yeah. time in seventh grade i hit my friend over the head with it in science <laughs> class she give him a concussion it didn't go it didn't end well <laughs> but it wasn't like a, i wasn't a like a full like swing it was like i walked past and it was just like bop um but even that sound could be heard across the room uh yeah for my science teacher um mm -hmm. was and she heard that and i was like oh and she's like yeah i'm gonna have to take that book away from you yeah that's like having an <laughs> and i was like i was like that's, that's fine but don't start reading it you might keel over dead so it's like having an anvil <laughs> fall on someone's head like jesus gosh yeah mm -hmm. speaking of seventh grade did you guys ever go <laughs> did you guys ever get excited for those uh scholastic book fairs that they had in school heck yes every single year oh my gosh yes <laughs> it was the best time you get like uh yes. you get some like uh some money from the parents you know like a 10 or 20 you just like run through there and buy just random just nonsense like i would i would leave like a handful of books and like so many ridiculous eraser like pencil eraser tops of like different characters <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh no Sure. I love. I didn't fairs. buy nonsense there. I bought the books, but <laughs> no, books. I definitely did have fun erasers and stuff. But no, I just went for the oh, books. Oh god, you got to get planned out ahead of time which books I were, I was gonna get. You got to get the funny erasers. That was like the best thing about the book fair. It's like getting all these stupid. That's like if tops. you have change they, left over. They don't even work as erasers. <laughs> oh god, they're awful. Like, they're just yeah, they're collectibles. But you know they still do oh. those book fairs. <laughs> they yes. still do them. Um, they That's do cool. them like at our at our middle school. They do them during uh parent-teacher conference week yeah um and it's open during the day during school but it's also open in the evening like during conferences so the families can come through um and i sit purposely right next to those the 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 uh the thing while i'm doing my conferences so yeah. afterwards i'm like now go over and go buy your kid a book because they just had a really good conference yeah they set up like this um, little like oh, yeah. this little area they're like nice. book gypsies you know set up a bunch book of gypsies oh yeah <laughs> set up a bunch of tables here's, you know, here's some shelves here's some yeah no it's it's mm -hmm. it's amazing like i the, I the they still do the little like mini magazine booklet thingies yeah, yeah, yeah. with all mm -hmm. the previews and stuff but whenever i get those in yes. like i'm like oh my god sixth graders come here like let me give you your scholastic book fair thing and they're just like i i don't care they're like what books 
books. I what love are these? those. <laughs> Man, those were like my favorite parts of elementary school, though. Getting even just like we were really poor. So it wasn't until like fourth grade that I finally got to buy my first book from the bookstore. Yeah. And it was uh, it's actually mm-hmm. The Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, really? Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it was that was the first one I got to buy myself. I remember buying. Oh, that's I remember crazy. buying the uh, novelization for uh, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I actually bought a lot of Star Wars books at the book fair. That doesn't shock me. No. But for so, I also got. I remember getting the. Uh, I think it was the novelization for Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> like as a kid, I just wanted to get novelizations of movies I liked. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure everybody's done that at some point. Yeah. I don't even remember reading them, but I just remember buying them. I was like, I've seen this movie. I, I should I read the book. <laughs> I just always bought interesting books. I don't know. I would always look at like the, you know, like the preview thing with my parents and my mom and I would like go over them because my mom also liked to encourage us to read and everything. So we would just pick, you know, books that sounded interesting and exciting. And sometimes she would read them too. Yeah. So. It was like a catalog. It was like, you know, like, yeah. um, like you, something you'd get from like the scouts, you know. You just go through. It has like a little description of what the book is, a price. You circle it, then you're mm-hmm. running around this little gypsy setup trying to find it, pushing other kids yes. out of the way, running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta get it first. Yeah. <laughs> well, bringing it back a little bit, Chelsea. How do you know if you're like into a book or not? Like, how long does it take before you realize if you like the main character? I think it's it's hard because I don't know it really depends for me there's sometimes where either it's just a series that sounds really interesting it might go places I try to at least get through the first book mm-hmm. just try to see where it goes mm-hmm. but I think most books I have finished and there's very few that I haven't but that doesn't mean that I don't hate the main character throughout the right. book or the series but it's just more of like, the story does also really pull me in. Like, I do think story is very important. It's just to make it more enjoyable and make me want to read it more, the character has to be Yeah, I mean, with books, like, story me. is kind of, like, the end all. <laughs> like, if this book has a bad story, yes. there's really, unless the book has illustrations, there's really not else, anything worth reading it for. Mm-hmm. Um, have you yeah. guys ever finished then, a book that you oh. didn't like? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Plenty of them. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I read all of the Twilight books. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> the The first one was... Uh, the second one was just absolutely why. Right. The third and the fourth one got better. Is there, until the ending. Is there a reason um, why you wanted, you felt compelled to like finish it? Even though if you knew you weren't like fully enjoying it? Um. Well... I went out and bought the first three, like, in one fell swoop, because um, mm-hmm. the fourth one was coming out, like, a month or something from that point. Right. Um, and I think that was right, eh, it was, like, a half a year or something before the first movie came out or something like that. And working at the theater, I was all hyped for it, because I was a high schooler. Um, but, man, I mean, I finished the first book just fine. I think I had actually read it, like beforehand even yeah but that second one though it was like seven eighths of that book is just completely unnecessary <laughs> seven eighths. it's like yeah like because like because like edward oh, is boy. gone 
like he's left and it's just Bella mm-hmm. sitting there waiting on Edward for like months and months <laughs> and she's just so terribly depressed and that's all it is well like Jacob's in it and he's like trying to cheer her up and you're learning more about like the werewolf thingy but none of that's important who cares it's just her sitting there <laughs> moping for like 400 pages that's the book I threw across the room. It's like each new chapter is just starts and just says still waiting. And then like you flip the page and it's like the next chapter and it says still waiting. You just flip the page and just keeps, there's like not even stories. It's like, nope, still waiting. Keep flipping. Kind of, it basically, basically it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the books that I hated reading that I did finish reading. So I don't know if you guys ever did this, but in high school I had summer reading to do i had at least like two books every summer to read for my english classes wait and through, he had to do homework on them through the through the summer yeah where the hell did you go school? to school sounds awful <laughs> to it i guess it was i was like in the highest like honor english classes the honors classes so oh, okay was... okay settle down settle down oh my God. <laughs> okay okay so you guys didn't do that well Every summer I had to read at least two books that were required reading and we had to write papers and fill out all types of like worksheets. I also had like math homework and stuff too for classes, whatever. But one of the books that we had to read, and so it was one I had to read because it was for school, that I absolutely hated was Great Expectations. Hmm. That's fair. Absolutely fair. (laughs) Interesting. It was a struggle to get through that book. Yes. Yeah. Everything about that book was a problem. I think I started re I reread the first two pages of that book, no joke, like twenty times in a row before yeah, realizing I, I was still I on the first it. two pages. Yeah. Is it? Is I it think there... I had to read it in ninth grade, and I just despise. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't dislike Charles Dickens, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, in, in overall, I like the story of the book. Like when it's not in that book, <laughs> you know, like it has an interesting story. Like when you like paraphrase it. But reading it, I was just like, "Oh, just shoot me!" Is it just the is it just the writing style, like the, you know, the Victorian it's... era sort of writing style and the overabundance of like, kind of uh, describing it's... things, kind of like Hawthorne. It's... it's everything. It's just a lot. The, I, it's just. A I lot. hated the main character. He was not oh, likable. I did not care about him. I'm just <laughs> like, I don't care. Sorry, like if you go die somewhere, too bad. Like your story doesn't matter to me. Like. Damn. All the other well, characters are completely unlikable. All, it's yeah, just all not of the fun. characters, every single person in that entire story are bad people. Mm-hmm. Like, just god-awful people who are making choices to, like, consistently and absolutely torture each other. Because, I don't even know, like, classism or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. Like, I, I could care less. should have yeah. died, like, 50 years before that book ever even oh started. Gosh. So, do like, you, for, uh, for you guys in your, any, I guess, in any media you consume, do you need your character to be somewhat of a reflection of your ideals? No, not really. I just need them to not be... A garbage. I'm just curious if you've ever latched onto a character that is a hundred percent the opposite of everything you hold true to yourself, or you like characters that remind you of things that you value. I mean, I think I definitely more latch onto characters that you know do have similar values that I do, but 
there are definitely those characters that, you know, does things that I would never do or, you know, never think of or anything. But I think it just depends on how they're written and how they're portrayed. Like, if they're actually, like, mm-hmm. well-rounded, very interesting, I can be okay with it. Do you think At a least, shitty person you know, could be written it. well? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. It's just this is not a book like, that has like, that. Sorry, this is like ar- this is like ar- this is like armchair psychology for me. I'm just right. <laughs> diving in, in. Great expectations. Diving in on you guys. The, the main <laughs> character just like he li- he's poor, but then he gets to go to like this fancy school or something because like doesn't he have bullshit? a benefactor? He has a benefactor. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, he has a benefactor who you don't find out who Dude. it is until like no. the, like the end or something. Who oh. doesn't even matter. Right. Um. But <laughs> like everything everything in his life that makes him absolutely miserable it's because he is like in love with this girl oh my gosh she's awful right because (laughs) miss havisham trains her to be like this ice cold bitch and ruin every man's life ever because like she was left at the altar or whatever like that um and so he Mm -hmm. goes through his whole life like being like i love this lady even though she's absolutely awful to me and everybody else but then like consciously questions why do i even care about her it's like ah it doesn't matter yeah so he's just he's just he's not even looking out anywhere close to his best interest he just yeah so Mm. i just like it it's not worth it. So, but, <laughs> don't read it if you haven't read it. <laughs> I have not. I have not. I had great expectations for that book. I like, no, it's one of those movie books that I went into, you know, thinking I was going to like it. And then. Did you think <laughs> you were going to like it because it's regarded as a classic? Or did you have other prior knowledge to it? I mean, I had some prior knowledge to it. And then, you know, because, you know, it's a classic. Well, you know, there must be some reason people like it. I guess I just don't agree with it. I hope my I hope my sister's listening to this. I want to reach out to her. She's an English te- uh, English teacher, and she's very um, very fond of that era of literature. So I'm curious if uh, what her take on the book is. Just to get you can tell in. her I'm sorry. <laughs> Trust but me, she teaches high schoolers that I'm sure either a haven't read it or b don't give a shit to. So. I'm sure she hears it all the time, so I'm just curious. Yeah, curious how she feels about it. I, I might I, apologize, but I will not apologize for hating that book. <laughs> I've I've never I've never read it. Um, the only Dickens that I've read is A Christmas Carol. So, hmm. um, in fact, I don't. I haven't. Um, not to go too off, but I don't really read fiction a whole lot. Um. I read it maybe I may I read it more when I was younger, but nothing that really a lot a lot of it was for school. You know, you, you get assigned all these books that you have to read, the To Kill a Mockingbird, and Great Gatsby, and the you know the, the all that stuff that this mm-hmm. the the standard affair, and then on my in my free time I would read, you know whatever. But um, basically since college. I'll read I if I, when I pick fiction it's usually because it's being adapted into a film. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I should probably read this because I'm just curious. You know what I mean? Like I it's kind of just yeah. like it's kind of like studying before a test. That's how I kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I just primarily like to read 
um, nonfiction these days. For I mean these these past I don't know four five six years something like that. So so since you guys are big fiction buffs, I kind of I just want to focus on that for a little bit. I'm curious what you guys are into and why that you are into it. Um, is there a genre that you don't particularly care about or have you know delved into and didn't really enjoy? In regards I don't to like fiction, romance. you don't like those. Uh, you don't like those romance novels. Those erotic, erotic no. novels. <laughs> no, and I mean, I, I probably haven't. You know, I really haven't like found the right one. them, but it's just, yeah. What? Who's that? <laughs> no, it's just not. It's not my thing. I think the closest thing I could say to like romance, honestly, was Pride and Prejudice. Now. That was a book that I had to read for school, and I went into that book thinking I was going to absolutely hate it. And then after I read it, I was like, I actually enjoyed it. It was good. I appreciate that book. But I'm like, I'm not going to go out for any other just who's who's the uh, books. Who's the author that writes all those uh, romance novels that get turned into like really bad films? You know what I'm talking about? Is it uh, Nicholas Sparks? Oh, Isn't you're that talking Nicholas, That's yeah, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. That keeps writing basically the same book over and over and just slightly changes the location. <laughs> you don't like any of that stuff? The, the, no, the notebook really. I've seen the... some of the movies, but I'm not going to read the books. So. Yeah. Wade, what about you? Do you like, what about reading, uh, do you read any like uh, horror or anything? I know you don't like horror video games. Do you like horror um, novels? Not, not really, but it, I feel like it's just because I haven't found one that I like. Right. Um, do you guys have a go-to? I, I mean, like, if I if I read like it, I pro- I'm sure I'd probably like it. Mm, um, I don't know, man. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Never know. Um, do you guys have any go-to authors? Mm, there. Okay, I have one. Um. Like maybe not you you know you don't have to have read everything but you're like oh okay I've read a lot of their stuff or most some of their stuff I really like their writing style or yeah you know something like that um, mm. I there is one actually I have I have a fair few of his books although I've only read like half of the ones that I actually own right um, because they take some time to get through um, and they're they're mm. kind of complicated um, I can't remember his first name but his last name is Mirakami okay. Um, he's a Japanese art. He's a Japanese author, yeah. but he writes. Uh, it's it's always stuff that could like happen in the real world, but like there's a slight twist to it. Right. Um, I read one is like twelve hundred pages long. is called Night. It's nineteen eighty four, but the eight is replaced with a Q. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it follows <laughs> these two characters, um, which is. I think it's pretty, like, common in his books. But they have these, like, separate things going on, like, the entire book. Right. But as you get closer and closer, like, you realize that their lives are actually, like, very connected in some roundabout way. Until they finally meet and things kind of, like, dissolve. Yeah. But in this one, they, like, they somehow got transported to, like, this alternate Japan... It's like in 1984, or eights or but it's not because there's... Or eights or cues. Yeah. <laughs> That's but the it's slight like, change. 
there's like <laughs> there's like slight supernatural aspects there that they start to pick up on that leads into a lot of dangerous situations but it it was really really good it took a long time to get through it though <laughs> yeah chelsea what about you do you have any like authors that that stand out to you that you want to either that interest you and you want to read more of their stuff or that you just if they put out something you're like oh yeah i want to check that out mm-hmm. yeah i did think about it but i was like no one did come to mind uh amy tan one of her most famous books is the joy luck club and i haven't read all of her books but i actually even college wrote a whole entire like paper about her writing style and what she chooses, like the topics she chooses to write about, I just think it's very interesting. And it's something that I don't know much about. It's, you know, a lot of it speaks specifically about being Chinese, Chinese American, and different, um, like cultural aspects. And it's really interesting. And I think they're pretty enjoyable stories. Awesome. Um, Have you got, well, I'm trying to think here. So you guys both pretty much stay to chelsea you said you really stay to like fantasy for the most part wade you're kind of fantasy (laughs) sci-fi mystery um is there one out of those that you um like wish you read more of over the other like for wade do you read more fantasy than anything else but you wish you had more like a more sci-fi that interests you or or like a, a good mystery series that you could latch on to or anything like that yeah, that yeah, that's about sums it up actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you how do you come across a series or a book that you like? Is there like if it's not being adapted to like a, a show or a film or something? How what gravitates you to like a, a series? You know, how do you? Like... Um, it really just kind of depends. Like my teacher friends, like sometimes they'll be reading something and they'll bring it up. Like I'm close to the. Uh, the librarians in my schools yeah um and so they always mm-hmm. tell me that like that darker shade of magic that's why i'm reading that that series um it's because one of my friends loves that one and i'm super enjoying that so far um so it just kind of it's more of like a word of mouth thing right for me at the moment yeah chelsea what about you do you just like walk through the library and you're yeah. like wow the type the cover art looks awesome i'm gonna read this series <laughs> that's how i pick my wines by the way <laughs> by the the art (laughs) nice yeah i think i mean i've probably done that too i've like kind of looked online to see you know some interesting series or something to see what they're about and see if they're interesting enough for me to read and i've definitely you know like my mom and both my and my dad as well they'd read a lot and so like my mom's recommended a couple books to me and then i've read those or even my sisters and friends too i do look at recommendations from them I mean, and then I also, you know, do kind of research on my own after I get those recommendations to see if it's actually something that I would actually enjoy reading and not just something to somebody who thinks I might enjoy reading it. But I typically do take their advice and read that. And I don't know, I can, I'm fairly flexible yeah. to an extent to where I get my recommendations from. For both of you, is this, is there anything um, that's contained within these, uh, these genres or these stories that are immediately off-putting just like uh like if you read the back of a sleeve and it had like this in it like what would that be that would immediately turn you off from wanting to read that book do you guys have anything like that take your time hmm. <laughs> oh i don't need it 
I don't think so. Yeah. Like if it's something a if self-centered it... male character. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, it takes gosh. place in the Midwest. <laughs> if it oh. takes place in the <laughs> What if it's a sci-fi oh, series and it's like the cyberpunk Midwest? With, you know, like neon tractors well, and... That that book jacket I mean, better have a really cool description on it. I mean, this character better be more than just being the magical chosen white male. Like, I'm just tired of that. Like, I need, I need some... I need something else. I need something a little different. Not that all male characters are bad. You need the magical chosen but... female, is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, female, whoever, you know, it's something, it's just something a little different. A they, them, just, if you will. Yeah. I mean, that's great, too. It's just, yeah, I've just, you know, it's the same thing. It's just... Not not digging the hero's journey tale anymore. I mean, I am. It's just the same guy. I mean, I could do a hero, and it could be female or whoever. It's just... It's, it's always Chris Pratt. Just... It's always Chris Pratt. Oh, gosh. Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, that guy's Simply gonna come. Put. That guy's gonna put a memoir out, in you know the next couple of years. You just you wait. Oh, I'm not gonna buy it. I'll read it. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> oh gosh, get out here. <laughs> we'll see if you finish it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um. I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever finished a book if I wasn't enjoying it. There, it comes to a threshold with me, and if if I feel like this isn't worthy of my time or I don't care what the conclusion is, I'll just put it away and be done with it. You know, like I don't think I've I can't think of a, a single book that I've read that I didn't walk away from it enjoying it. Like for me, books take a lot of time for a lot of it's a lot of uh it's a lot to co- you know commit yourself to and the damn well better be worth that time <laughs> so if i if i'm like a you know if i'm if i'm powering through it or if i feel like i'm forcing myself to read it i'll just like come to terms that this isn't for me and i'll just stop you know i don't care if i've already spent money on it you know i'm kind of the same way with movies if i'm like halfway into a movie and i'm just like all right this is like suicide squad <laughs> I watched, I watched like thirty minutes of Suicide Squad. Turned it off, and I was like, "Nope, this isn't for me. This isn't my film," and that's fine. <laughs> so I don't. It's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I will always think that's unfortunate. Nah, that's fine. I'm glad that there's an audience for that. <laughs> it's it's definitely not me. It's definitely I'm definitely not that audience. So, but yeah, I don't. I definitely don't. Yeah, looking at. You know, before we before we did this episode, I kind of went through my bookshelf and went through my Goodreads because I keep a Goodreads because I'm that person. And I don't think there's a single book on there that I'm just like, yeah, I didn't like that. Like even for school, um, if there was a book for school that I had to read for class and I wasn't liking it, I just cliff notes that shit. Like I was a I was a I was that kid, you know, (gasps) I'm just like, I don't think I ever dared to do that. Yeah. No. Just in case. Mm-mm. Just in case. Yeah, I would cliff notes it or just, you know, Google whatever. I'm just like, nah, I'm fin- I'm not finishing this. This is boring or uninteresting. So yeah, I was that guy. Don't <laughs> I'm not saying that's a good thing to do that. Um, but that was me. So I just can't I can't bring myself to finish stuff that's doesn't 
doesn't entertain me or bring me value or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, enlighten me on something. So that's fair. But, yeah. uh, I say, I say we take a break and when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the stuff that we do like and all our, our favorites. So, <laughs> yes. so hang that tight and, uh, we'll be right back. It'll be a second for you listeners. All right, and we're back. And now we're going to talk about some of our uh, favorite books or some of our favorite uh, book series that we've uh, that we've read. And uh, Wade, why don't you uh, start us off? Do you have any? Do you have like a favorite? Do you have like a, a a number one top favorite book or series of all time, or you just have oh. like a list of like favorites? It's more like a list of favorites because yeah, I, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, in in middle school. Um, I started reading this series that uh, I read them like my my library had them all so I read them in like eighth grade I think it was mm-hmm. um, but then when I got to college actually I went and started buying those books for myself because I wanted them I wanted to read them um, it's called the Bartimaeus trilogy Bartimaeus Bartimaeus <laughs> trilogy and it's um it's a it's it's amazing. It takes place in like a like a current but like alternate London, okay. um, where magic rules, like the government is based on magic. Um, so like all like your power as a politician basically comes from your strength as, uh, as a as a mage, yeah. um, but like it's like business suits and everything, like, not like ancient spell, you know, like wands and stuff like that, um. So how how magic works in this world basically is that they can summon like demons, but like different forms like imps and gene and genie and and all sorts of things like that. There's like a like a tier system, yeah. Um, and they bind them to their will, and then they make them do things, and it makes it look like they're being magical, but they're not really. It's like these other beings. Um, well, this boy, he's being trained up, um, and he learns, like, he, he wants to get revenge on this, like, adult who, like, basically has super embarrassed him in front of his master. So he, like, studies really hard, and he summons this, like, this higher-level genie, uh, named Bartimaeus. Named Robin Williams. Named Robin Williams. (laughs) Um, and, and he's like, I'm gonna use you to basically get my revenge and bartimaeus is like dude like you're like four you can't even tie your own shoes and he's like i'm 12 i'm a big kid um and he's like you like i've lived for like eight thousand years and you don't know what you're doing and so like it there's tons of like banter back and forth yeah because they like freaking mm-hmm. hate each other um but john he he uh he ties bartimaeus to his will um, to make him go out and do, he has like this elaborate plot, but then he runs into like, oh, that this adult actually has other plans to like murder basically the entirety of Parliament to take over London himself. Um, Makes sense. And that's just the first book. He like stops him, and at the end of the first book, in the second and the third book, they just kind of keep like getting exponentially bigger on the yeah. magical scale, and it has a lot to do with like classism and um and stuff like that because if you're poor you there's no way you're going to be able to like learn about magic so you're kind of at other people's 
Mercy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really good though. It's it's super nice. Sounds interesting. I've never even heard of it, but Yeah. I haven't heard of that either. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chelsea? A series? Anything. I'd say. Yeah, well, I'll t- I'll say what my favorite series is. I you know, I kind of talked fondly about this series last episode. The Chronicles of Narnia is my favorite series of all time. I think they're definitely... I like a lot of other even series. With, uh, even with uh, What's-Her-Face, it's all slutting around in the last three books? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not in all the books. She's only What's in, her name? like, Susan? Yeah, three Susan. of them. Susan. All slutty Susan over yeah. there. <laughs> She's not... It's... <laughs> no, continue. No. I mean... Well, it's it's a great series. It's interesting because there's also like different ways that people read the series. There's kind of like the debatable like chronological order and like the release order. And it's interesting. Like I've read them, I think both ways. And it's a series that once you read it all through and then like kind of reflect on it and then read it again, things make a lot more sense. And it's interesting to see all the connections because each book is their own story and not all the characters appear in every book. And so it's, but it's like a a lot of, like all of it's, you know, takes place in Narnia. A lot of the story does. And like through like, I don't know, thousands of years. So it's kind of crazy that you get all these cool stories that make up a whole entire series. And it's just has a lot of adventure, has a lot of fun characters and there's some interesting mythology, some, you know, kind of Christianity in there involved. And it's, I don't know, it's just a really enjoyable series that I definitely just go back to every once in a while and just, like, read it all. Because it's an easy read, but there's definitely a lot that you can How many times would you say you've read it? it? You've read it all the way through? Like, 12? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's 12, but it's definitely... Like once a year? It's... <laughs> No, not once a year, especially not in the last couple of years. I haven't read it in a while, but I don't know. It's, it's sometimes it's hard when you read those series again. It's hard to keep track of how many times you read it. Oh yeah, I have, yeah, I have that problem a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> being sarcastic. Anyway, but do you I mean, think they'll... I've started reading the books in like second or third grade? So right. it's definitely yeah. Do you think they'll ever make a good adaptation with the entire series? Would you want that? No, I'm nervous. I'm nervous what Netflix is going to do with it. Because oh, they have the they rights it? to it. Yeah, it's... Oh, okay. Well, they'll do the yeah, first book, think... and then they'll cancel it. So, if it's Netflix. I think they, like, they like specifically went out, and I thought bought all the rights to it and everything. And hmm. to... Their, I don't know what they're doing, and I think they might almost be creating stories within Narnia that aren't even based on the book, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. Okay. I would... I mean, I don't have a problem with, like, them making movies about the series at all. Like, I was excited for the movies when they came out, and, you know, they weren't as good as I hoped they were, but... I mean, The Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe's a fine adventure film for kids. Like, it's a competent film. I've never read the series, so I don't know how... I don't know what it... How how well it does as as an adaptation, but it's a fine, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a fine film, I guess. Yeah, that one was better than the other ones. Yeah. But I don't know. It's and I mean, I think it's cool to, you know, it's a series that 
Because the first set of film they made, that was... I don't know if that was the 80s or even before that. They made... They're, like, really old adaptations. Oh, I bet those are amazing to go back to. Some 80s Narnia adaptations. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's it's definitely either 80s, 70s. I don't know. Those are really old, and I've watched a couple of those. So it was very refreshing when... That, like the newer ones came out so right. i mean i'm excited to see what they do in the future and i hope they do actually adapt all the books or something i'd like to see that so i'm hopeful for that i didn't i didn't ask this earlier but uh and since you guys both read fiction do you prefer like one-off fiction stories or do you tend to read more if it's a series um either for me um i <laughs> do love to appreciate a good one-off though yeah there's nothing wrong yeah. with containing everything to one book. Right. Yes. Or, or TV show. Or movie. <laughs> or game. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with whatever, too. I, if it's good, I'll, I'll enjoy it and appreciate it if it's serious one-off. Yeah. Some people have a preference. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any other, uh, you, since you both did a series, do you guys have any one-offs that you would categorize as a, as a favorite? Yeah. Although, my, it's kind of slightly, I guess, a slight romance, so it's kind of funny that it's probably one of my favorite books, and it's more of like a historical fiction. And it's called Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. And it's a... It's a very well-written, it's a very heart-wrenching story. I definitely cried reading most of this book. It's uh, basically about a Chinese-American boy and a Japanese-American girl, and it starts with, like, their childhood friendship, and it, and then, like, how World War II affects their relationship with the, uh, the Japanese-American concentration camps and the, uh, the one character getting sent there, and then the other character just growing up with them apart, and like how that affects the relationship and the aftermath of the war and their experiences and how it's just like they had this really strong friendship and this kind of like love, but they had to live their own separate lives and how real life events in a way affect their livelihood. Yeah, that sounds, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a lot. <laughs> it is. Um, but it's, I... it's very well written. I have one, and that, and it's actually Chelsea's that made me think of it. I've, I have it. I can't, I can't see my bookshelf from here. Um, it's there, and I can't remember the name of it. It's right. <laughs> it's just right there. It's called like the the princess, I think. Um, and it's it's more of a historical book too. Um, it takes place in uh, World War Two Japan. Mm-hmm. So right, like in the in the decade after the war. Um, and it's, it's fictional, but it tells the story of basically of the Japanese empire as it transitioned into like a more modern Mm. democracy. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the girl, the main character, um, it starts, you know, with her being a little girl and then as she gets older, she ends up actually meeting the crown prince. Um, and they kind of woo each other in and out for a couple years like they keep getting to meet each other and then she finds out that he actually wants to marry her um and they're like well 
but if you marry him, you like one, you'll become eventually become the Empress of Japan. But secondly, like your life as you exist, like will not exist anymore. Mm. Um, because you'll be you'll be enveloped into this whole new world, basically, and you will not be allowed to leave it anymore. Um, and her, you know, the being the first Empress outside of like the Empire, really transitioning into like the democracy like she was the first like uh commoner um and it's really really good it's it's supposed to be reflective of the story of the act like the actual crown prince and the wife that he chose and stuff like that but it's it has right. like such a heartbreaking ending <laughs> but it's so good i've mm -hmm. read it i've i've read it like six times it's it's not terribly big do you guys reread books a lot Sometimes. Yeah, mm -hmm. sometimes. It's a comfort thing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> There's only two books I've ever read more than once. What's and that? That's The Hobbit. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I read The Hobbit when I was very young, and then I read it again when they announced they were making it into a film. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And then sort of the same with Dune. I read Dune when I was like a teenager, and I was uh, too dumb to fully understand it. And I read it again last year, when they before the film came out. <laughs> so, but otherwise, I have never, right. I've never reread anything. I plan on rereading Harry Potter because I also I read those as they came out. Um, and doing our whole month of Harry Potter, I realized what a tenuous grasp I have on that series because I read it so long ago and only once. <laughs> so. I would like to do it again with fresh eyes, fresh adult eyes, and kind of see how it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how it holds up. So, but yeah, otherwise, I mm -hmm. also, I think it also kind of, since I read a lot of nonfiction, I don't really reread nonfiction. So. Oh, yeah. It's not a good <laughs> yeah, genre to reread, not really. Yeah, so. Unless no, you're studying not. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, usually I'll read a book. A lot of times I don't even like keep books. A lot of, especially with my nonfiction, I'll read it. And then if I know somebody that I think will uh, like it, I just, I'll give it to them. And it's kind of like a pass it along thing. <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I don't really, I usually don't really uh, reread stuff. So it's, in, I hear you guys be like, oh, yeah, I've read this book 11 times. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> like, I, um, one of the reasons why I like to reread things. Um, is because my perception changes, like, over the years. Um, yeah. Like, I read, I read, um, I had just started rereading Harry Potter, um, like, a month before the pandemic started. And I was only on, like, the end of book three, I think, whenever, like, we got shut down for, like, the big quarantine. Right. Um, and I had the rest of the series read in, like, two weeks. Right. Because I had nothing else to do. But, like, it was... <laughs> I caught a lot of, like, more subtle things. Right. Um, since the last time I read it, which was probably in college, maybe. Um, so every time I reread something that it's been years and years and years, like, I just, I see new things, or I feel different things, or yeah. I understand this character better. It's, it's not, I mean, you know. I, that, I have that relationship with uh, with film. Yeah. That's where I, that's where yeah. I, uh rewatch movies a lot because mm -hmm. 
from like a study standpoint, I'd like to break it down. And every time I watch it, I like see different things and it's like, that interests me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't really. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I like, yeah, rereading because, you know, I like being brought back into that world and with those characters and yeah, I agree. It's, you know, yeah. Noticing different things and everything and, or learning more about, you know, the story and the characters and, it's also nice too rereading stories that you really love again after you haven't read them a couple of years. It's like reading the story again for the first time. Have you it ever just makes it all yes. more enjoyable? Have you guys ever reread something and realized you didn't like it as much the second time? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah, I'm like, why did I like <laughs> this? this? Oh awful. yeah, I was seven. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> That is, that is, yes. Um, are you guys, uh, are you guys reading anything now? I know we've kind of talked about it, uh, here and there. I know, Wade, you don't really do a whole lot of reading during your, uh, during the school year, but do you, for you, do you have anything that you're planning to read as soon as, like, summer hits? Um, well, like, I have a, I have a small book pile that I have started, like I've started each of them, but I haven't finished them. Yeah. Um. So I'd love to finish those <laughs> at some point. Um. Other than that, and this is silly. This is not serious reading at all. But um, we, uh, for Christmas we bought like the gigantic collection of Kingdom Hearts novels, like there's the novels? actual like nice. yeah yeah. There's novels, not just <sighs> manga, but like actual books that are based off the game yes. um and it's and i'll have to show it to you all at some point it's freaking mm-hmm. like 70 pounds and it's huge it's it's all the books in one like gigantic book it's like that thick oh gosh let me guess so is stupid. it is the uh, cover just like solid black with just a with just like key art for a keyblade is that what it is no it's actually kind of okay. cool <laughs> It's not it's not that simple but it's it's kind of cool. But I'd like to I'd like to read that because it was kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the the writing is like it's really small. Oh Got to get out your binoculars to read it. I, it's going to cover uh, every little detail possible. Oh I my might gosh. Have to. <laughs> oh my god. It's like three font. <laughs> it's like it's wow. like um it's like little baby bible font. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad it's so bad (laughs) but but yeah i mean um once i once i figure out my current list like get that all taken care of um i'm sure i'll make a new one (laughs) right chelsea what about you Mm -hmm. yeah no i haven't started anything this year it's definitely i think the stuff i've talked about in prior episodes definitely I have a good list of stuff to start. It's hard for me to figure out which book to read first. Do you have anything that so. interests you more than like? Do you have like a any like series on the on the backlog that you need to tackle, or any fiction that's exciting you? Not too many series. I mean, we're still listening to the audiobooks of the the Harry Potter series, and we're still right. on the fourth one. So, you know, that's a slow work in progress, but it's. We typically like to listen to that when we're driving and traveling places. Yeah. But other than that, I just have a lot of, you know, like standalone books. I'm 
fiction, some nonfiction. I just have to dive in soon. We'll just, but it will happen this year. I just don't have a, I have lots of other stuff to do first. Right. Like <laughs> play Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Give me the novelization of that. <laughs> oh gosh. That would actually be a pretty good novel. <laughs> Probably better than playing. <laughs> Honestly, probably yes. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. probably oh, yes. Yeah. Um I also have a uh pretty substantial uh backlog of stuff um that just keeps getting bigger because i keep buying books even though i probably shouldn't because i have plenty to read but um uh right now i'm reading well i guess i have like six books going right now all nonfiction that i've been kind of bouncing around for a while now I guess the only one that's not nonfiction is it, but like I've said in previous episodes, and you guys well know, <laughs> I only read that in October. It's my tradition, so one of these Octobers I'll finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right now I'm reading uh, Hideo Kojima's book that just came out, or it came out a while. I think it came out in 2020 in uh, Japanese, but it was just recently translated to English this year, so I picked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. It's essentially just him... Uh, it's like a collection of essays that he wrote throughout the throughout the years, kind of talking about all this stuff that he's uh, kind of consumed in entertainment from books and shows and music and movies and you know yada 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 that inspires his work and ins- and inspires his like creativity and him mm-hmm. as a person and it's uh it's pretty awesome it's uh way more profound than I expected. I thought it was just going to kind of be like, I watched this movie and I really liked this plot point, so I put it in the game. You know, I thought it would be more like that. Kind of like, kind of behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, but it's definitely more reflective and revelatory about him as a person um, and how he kind of views himself. It's very interesting. Um, I plan on finishing that pretty soon. I'm like halfway through. Um I'm also reading uh, A Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell, which, uh, if you don't know, that's the, it's kind of the breakdown of the hero's journey, the the literary device of the hero's journey, and mm-hmm. he kind of breaks it down step by step using um, stories throughout different cultures, throughout different periods of time, through like mythology and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's a very dense book. It's very thorough but it's very good and it's interesting reading like he'll pull excerpts from a story from like 600 bc you know in the mediterranean or some shit and it's just it's like oh wow that's literally the same plot device in this like thing i just read it's just crazy how like <laughs> um like there's there's like a uh, a poem from like celtic mythology that literally is just like this troll talking about horcruxes like straight up fucking horcruxes <laughs> and i'm just like oh wow this is very interesting <laughs> so it's just it's it's kind of fascinating reading this stuff and just seeing how connected storytelling is um mm. and it kind of demystifies the idea of like originality and how we put way too much stock into it so 
it's that's a very interesting book but like i said it's it's also pretty dense um i'm also reading the gene which is a very scientific and thorough um kind of scientific study of the discovery of the human genome oh <laughs> and interesting um that's also another very uh pretty tedious book but it's like very informative and very uh, interesting to kind of see like how it came about and then why it's so important then and now and to our future so but that book's also like you know it feels like it's like 10,000 pages so <laughs> it's gonna take me a while to get through that one but I am enjoying it but yeah it's so and then yeah I have dozens of um, I read a lot of like uh, books on film and the study of film and the study of directors and the study of like technical aspects just like I have a whole book that's literally just about composition that I'm reading and then I'll have books on just like lighting or books on directing and you know I love that stuff um, I didn't go to school for film but that's kind of like my if I had to have a passion that's what it is so I love reading a lot of nonfiction mm-hmm. about that stuff but I can't really say it's career oriented because I'm not a filmmaker so <laughs> I'm more of just a <laughs> a, a observer and you know someone who's interested in the craft so i like to read a lot of stuff on that so yeah i have a pretty huge catalog of stuff that i kind of bounce around on but yeah it's all stuff that i enjoy for sure but yeah it's pretty much all all nonfiction. i do have you know i am i am reading a fictional series um that i just got the third book for it's the uh it's the witcher series i've been kind of casually reading it for a few years now um I, I think I started up because they announced that Netflix was doing a sh- the show. <laughs> like I've I've played I've played the games. Um, like I played the first one on PC and I played the second one and then I have I've played Witcher three but I've never finished it. So I'm like I'm familiar with the universe and the characters and yada yada. But the games are completely separate from the books. Like besides in name and character names, like the stories are not at all the same. But when they announced the TV series, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're just adapting the books. I was like, oh, well, shit, I'll, I'll read the books then. So, <laughs> so, nice. so yeah, if, I, if I'm reading, that's, like, the only uh, fictional uh, series. I think there's, like, I think there's, like, five books in the main, like, through plot. And then there's, like, three sort of, like, not elsewhere tales, but kind of, like, spinoffs, I guess. It's, they still mm-hmm. focus on Geralt, but they don't have anything to do with, like, the overarching uh, plot. They're kind of just, like, one-offs, I guess. Yeah, it's just, like, his little mm-hmm. adventures. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, the adventures of Geralt. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> um, I'm just reading the main series so far. Um, when I finish, if I want to do the little one-offs, like, you know, I might. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, that's kind of... I plan on trying to finish... I don't know, half of this by the end of the year. Like, you know, I, I set a goal for myself in that New Year's Resolution episode that I wanted to read eight books. So, because I read eight this past year. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you can do it. So, yeah. I had the goal for five and I read eight. So, I set the goal at eight. Maybe I'll read more. So, who knows? But, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. That's, that's what I'm, <laughs> that's kind of what I've got, uh, you know, rolling in the deep right now. So, 
nice pile going yeah yeah it's a yeah pretty substantial pile and it keeps getting bigger um (laughs) i'm kind of circling around pulling the trigger on a uh seth rogan's kind of pseudo memoir that he put out called yearbook i really want to read that Mm. so and then i also got a book on the video game industry and and uh another film book so (laughs) so yeah i just keep (laughs) i keep expanding my backlog so you know keep me busy for a while (laughs) i do have a lot of stuff that i i do have a lot of stuff that i want to read and most of it is fiction um that i have Mm. it's kind of been just like set aside on like a an arbitrary list somewhere you know like i've always wanted to read the uh vampire chronicles series from Anne rice which is you know mm-hmm. that's interview with a vampire and vampire lestat i think there's like eight of them or whatever um i've always wanted to read that um i have some stephen king books set aside that i want to read um like salem's lot and the stand i would like to try and read the dark tower but i've heard so much mixed stuff about that series i don't know have you got have you guys read that i, I haven't read no. it but i've heard like I've heard it like it as a whole is good. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I used to work for. I used to remember uh, Chelsea. This is for you. Remember Steve, at KFBS. Yes. Director Steve. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. like loved the Dark Tower. That was his shit. Really? That was like his favorite series. Like, if you had to make a list of the things Steve loved in life, it was Sting, and then the Dark Tower. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's so, pretty high praise then. pretty high praise but then i'll hear from people they're like ah eh, it's not very good or it's like or it's like bloated or, or you know this that and the other but so i don't know i do i really like stephen king's writing but i know <laughs> that he, his writing can be a little long in the tooth so to speak so <laughs> but yeah i don't know Maybe eventually down the line. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to reread the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy because that was something I read when I was younger. Um, I definitely probably skimmed a lot, some of it because it's <laughs> pretty tedious. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd, I'd kind of like to reread that with a, you know, with a different understanding of like <laughs> reading comprehension. <laughs> so um so yeah i don't know i got some stuff i got some fictional stuff on you know i guess on a list somewhere it's just if and when i ever pull the trigger on it Mm -hmm. but yeah i got a huge catalog of stuff that i'm actively reading and that's already like in the (laughs) in the line behind it so so yeah um before we uh, before we go here, do you guys have any? Uh, we've kind of danced around it a little bit. Do you guys have any books that you've read or series that you've read that haven't been adapted into any other like entertainment medium that you think should or that you would like to see? I've been waiting for years for somebody to do the Bartimaeus trilogy. Yeah, um, yeah. When you were talking about it, I'd sound. I was like, wow, that sounds like that'd be like a cool it's, TV it's show. It's not it's not just a pipe dream because yeah. like big big companies have like bought the rights a couple times yeah and i hear about it and i'm like oh so and so has it it's gonna happen no 
hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like it's because it's like it's like a it's a it's a fun thing, but it's kind of mature at the same time. It's not just like some whimsical, no, like track. It's like shit's going down, man. Like I'll, people I'll... are dying and. I'm surprised that they didn't try and adapt it during that craze uh, in, like, the mid to late aughts when everybody was trying to find, like, that next YA novel or series. Mm-hmm. to Remember that when they were doing, like, I Am mm-hmm. Number 4 and Divergent mm-hmm. and oh, Percy Jackson. Four. And, uh, you know, they did Twi- oh, yeah. everybody was trying to find, like, that Twilight or that Harry Potter. Remember that? <laughs> Remember all uh, those? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, people were just going, like, so all these studios were just buying up whatever bullshit they could find. Like, oh, maybe this will be the next billion dollar hit you know mm-hmm. the next hunger games or whatever so <laughs> so maybe one maybe one day maybe when they maybe they need to wait a little bit for the dust to settle before they before they do that <laughs> maybe <laughs> chelsea do you have anything oh i feel like this is such a dangerous question in a ways because i don't there's so many things that I did want to become movies and then did become movies and then... And you wish they didn't? They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. And some of them were just kind of okay and, like, you know, good in their own ways, but I don't really think there are any, very many books or series out there that I want to be films at this point. I kind of just like them to stay as books right now. What about... Um, it's definitely a rare thing, I would say. But can you guys think of any books that you would want to see as a video game? Like, even if it's just, like, maybe not necessarily the same plot thread, but maybe, like, the universe? That's like a scene. Yep. If it ever comes out, Hogwarts Legacy. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that, I'm pretty sure that game doesn't exist. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's tragic. One can dream. Yeah. Even dream yeah, dreams. Can do right now. We may be hearing from it later. I mean not to yeah. not to later. Not to vague term. Yeah, not to dive down a rabbit hole, but yeah, there's like <laughs> some like you know, Twitter leaker whatever was like, Oh yeah, I heard from inside sources that it's gonna be delayed and then like the next day, like a Brazilian Warner Brothers account's like, no, it's coming out this year. And it's just like, why is the Brazilian Warner Brothers account saying this? <laughs> like, where the hell's the studio? So, yeah, I guarantee. I, f- I feel like that that studio is like a front. There's like money laundering or something. There's not a game. Like, it's all fake. <laughs> well, we saw stuff about the game. There's been stuff they hired, leaked for years. They hired like an agency. Just... Like, hey, can you make a sizzle reel to like shut these nerds up for a little bit? Like. We got all this like Saudi money. We got to get out of here real quick. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Gosh, no. Don't hurt. Don't. Lie. No. I just. I think their PR needs work, and I think we'll see something eventually from them. I mean, yeah. I I want that for you. <laughs> so. Yes. Thank you. We'll just leave it with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only remember that uh, series Chelsea that we were. Uh, reading in tandem for a little bit and then like yes. we both kind of fell off that x series i always thought that would make a cool um, i read the whole thing thank you very much oh you actually did finish it i thought you stopped after yeah four. i read the whole thing oh no i was constantly getting them from the library yeah oh, i nice. read them all 
Yeah, I always thought that would make like a. Series. I always thought that'd make a cool, like TV show, even if they just did like an animated series. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, probably for the best animation. Yeah, like a '90s X-Men style, but just like with the, all these superheroes fighting zombies and shit. Were they cool? It'd be a cool series. I'd get down be, on that. It would be a really good series. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a huge cast of characters and an interesting like aesthetic to it. So. I'm surprised. I'm honestly, I guess I'm, I'm kind of surprised I haven't done it because it's like two of the biggest things right now in like pop culture, like fucking zombies and superheroes, and they're like in the same, mm-hmm. the same world. Like, it's like fan fiction, <laughs> you know? The greatest. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? There's could come out in the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess I don't. I don't. I only, like I said, I only read shit that's already gonna be adapted, so <laughs> I don't have anything. That, <laughs> I can't think of anything fiction-wise that, besides that X series, that hasn't already been uh, made into something. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So I guess with I guess with yeah. that, if you guys don't have anything else, we can we can be done with the books. <laughs> Put the books done with aside. the books for now. Yeah, be done with the books for now and get back to the good. Get back to the important stuff. <laughs> hey, books are great too. But yes, we'll get back to some other stuff and we'll come back to books put, eventually. Yeah, put down the words and pick up the controller. <laughs> Until then, so I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on whatever you listen on whatever platform you listen to it and. Be, feel free to write us a review leave us five stars that'd be great share this podcast with a friend who you think might like it and you know uh, check out what we're doing on social media or if you want to connect and chat there you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at pod demastered you can also send us an email too at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com and thanks again for listening we hope you tune in next week